Welcome to the People Person's Paper Podcast, the show where we are going through every episode of the hit NBC sitcom The Office. My name is Hilton Price. With me, as always, is Brian Sittler. Buongiorno, brachacho. Uh, yes, that was. Uh, those were two different languages, I or maybe one know. and a half. One and a half. One and a quarter. One and a, one I'd and say one and a quarter. One and a hint of one. <laughs> one and a dash. Uh, I like one. Keeping it, keeping it international today. As we should. To, as we, we are. I we am. Are, I am an international person technically we are you, you are an international person. we all are in this country actually i was going to say we are men of the world we, we are a country of immigrants but that we well that's true that's true and i immigrated from immigrated i immigrated immigrated from new, new jersey uh no, yeah not anywhere that far that is a that is quite the foreign country there uh you you were actually born in the faraway land of australia i was that's so so we are a cultural we are not just two mediocre white guys no we are phenomenal. Oh, no, actually that that doesn't change no matter where you're from. Uh, but only <laughs> one true. of us is a Nothing. mediocre american hey okay hey. okay <laughs> And a half, Amer- and mediocre half American. Uh, that mm. I pulled that from. There's, a, there's kind of a running joke that a lot of podcasts are just two mediocre white guys. Oh yeah, okay, you know, right. Which, and, and sure yeah. enough, over, over on our, our sister podcast, the opinions like a holes. Mm. Michael Zampino and I very mediocre. The other very two, mediocre. yeah, yeah other but, one and but, one more. But here I will speak for you. You, you. you, I may be mediocre, but you, uh, sir, yeah, are, uh, are a man of culture. Extraordinary, yeah, uh, worldly, yeah, worldly for sure, for sure. I've, it's been a while since I've been out, but I've, I've been out there. You have been to Australia. Uh, international. I, I, I have. You since were, they went and after they stole me away when I was five months. Yes. And, t- and stole my accent stole, from me. They, they, they stole They your, took my accent, Hilton. They took it. They, that's why you don't have one. That's why you don't sound like your people. That's why I'm stuck with this thing. And that's why we're stuck with And that's you. why I'm here. That's the whole reason. Thanks, Mom and Dad. And we're glad all of you are stuck with us. Today we are we on a- <laughs> episode seven of season five, mm. uh, Business Trip. Yes. Where Michael, Oscar, and Andy do not go to the fabled land of Australia, but the very real land of Canada. Canada. Uh, Canada. Oh, Canada. right. Yeah. Uh, um, is that where Jim goes, where? Where? Yeah. yeah. Where? Great. He has very basic questions in this whole uh, uh, setup. Uh, where and why are you telling us this? <laughs> yeah. He's very, his, he's, he's, I mean, honestly, I, I agree. I wanted to know why, too. Yeah. Well, and this opens, this is another cold oh. open that opens with the plot of the show. Yeah. Well, um, cultured Michael telling... Teaching, Every, teaching te- everybody else how to be more cultured. Teaching us about teaching cultures us because in, in the distant in, <laughs> lands of Morocco, Japan, Italy, Italy, and of course Canada. Canada. I like the fact that um, I believe under uh, underpedia somewhere that they do take the time to mention that Japan, the Japanese government does just does in fact discourage um, suicide. <laughs> yes, they do not approve suicide. You don't need to if you're embarrassed. You can. Yeah. You don't need that. That's a step too far. And like a lot of things, Michael kind of knows a little bit about something. A little, yeah. Like he, he, Cliff's notes. Yes. Wikipedia. He knew that there was something about an Asian culture and suicide. Because there are issues, and and I I honestly, I'm not going to pull a Michael here and act like I know, but I know that there are issues with the pressure on society Mm, and people turning to suicide. Exactly. Whether it's it's, been a problem. Is it Japan or is it a different country? I cannot say 100% sure. I think it's Japan, but again, very mediocre American. Sure, limited at at very, very limited. But Michael just all in. In Japan, what is it? If you make a, if you, if you make a mistake in business, you must kill yourself. Right. Oh, just embarrassment. 
Oh, he just says embarrassment. Embarrassment. Straight embarrassment. up. I'm sure business is usually the method of which that, that might happens. Be what, yeah, and that might be embarrassment, yeah. But um, For mm-hmm. instance, uh, he mentions uh, Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. Which, uh, not sure how that's pronounced. Yeah, I think <laughs> no, you pretty, got it. Pretty sure. Is it, is it, Abu, is it Dhabi, Abu Dhabi? Uh, that's all I've heard correct? most of my life since I watched Garfield. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. Since you watched Garfield. Which, I mean, let's be he, honest. Garfield that was, was worldly, where you too. First that's where my world <laughs> began. And, 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 and let's be honest, that's probably where Michael got it, too. Probably. That might be something we have in common with Michael Scott, is our, our understanding of of the United Arab is Abu Dhabi the United Arab Emirates or is it Qatar? I um, no, it's not. I don't think it's Qatar. I, I think it might be the UA, UAE. UAE. Okay. I think it might be. Okay. So, uh, but uh, yeah. But uh, of course, learning about that part of the world, so thanks to Garfield comments. Thanks, dude. Thanks to Garfield comments. Thanks, and Garfield's Jim. need to get rid of uh, Nermal. young Nermal. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah uh, he'd be better off. Uh, he would. He would. They be. They would both be better. I always off. thought. I always thought so. I. I also like the fact that Michael, uh, in bringing up the Italy, it is the capital of the United Arab Emirates. By yes. the way, I want to go ahead and point that out. So, how good, worldly good, are good we? Good call there. Yeah. All right. I love. I I love this sort of callback to uh, the dinner party. I believe in a deleted scene where Michael doesn't wash his hands. Yeah. And in this, he's calling it a courtesy, or it's polite. Uh huh. In I think in business, I think it's what I think is what it was. In in, in Italy. In, in Italy, Italy, it is polite to wash your hands after you use the bathroom. Yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So. Just dropping bomb knowledge bombs all over the place, and and uh, no, but going back to Abu Dhabi, uh, his covering of Meredith's face, he so he understands right. Thank that you. certain Muslim cultures have issues with <laughs> women and dress. Yes. But he the throwing his jacket over her face. Uh, but I guess I suppose it is on brand as um, uh, Meredith's Abu Dhabi voice. Yes. Hello. 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 <laughs> I, was that what was that, that? almost seemed. Is that it, had to have been improv. Completely. I'm sure that it, you know what, knowing the show, like most like 90, 95% of it, I think was not improv. This is such a great show for, she this is such so a great episode though. of brief moments. That, hello. I would say they probably gave her a vague direction and let her take it. Don't, don't maybe sound like, like you're ten, from UAE. Maybe there's like that 10 was the one of thing. it. Yeah. Meredith, you could sound like anything, <laughs> but like you're from the Middle think East. Think of the furthest place from there. From there, yeah. So she just went, I'm guessing Hello. Ohio. I'm, pr- I'm guessing, I'm pretty sure that was Cincinnati. <laughs> that something, was something, that was a yeah. woman running a cafe in Cincinnati. Hello. Yeah, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Well done, and 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 uh, she made it her own, and we are all the better for it with her re- her non reaction at the at the at the throwing of the jacket. And, and this whole conference center, uh, this conference room meeting, of course, is just Michael once again making something happening to him in the office happen to everybody. Oh yeah, well he's keeping up with his delusion because that was that's once again a common theme with him. That's because he lives by it. Yeah. But his own delusion to to um, because the uh, the hurt is not over yet. No, and it, he's silently hurting. That's and the this big is part thing, of it. Is is this is really an episode about Michael uh, going through the pain of his breakup? Yeah, we had our little break episode with uh, with the customer service. We had our ship episode. Yep, and we even talked there about how Michael was down. He was subdued. Mm-hmm. He was not as over the top mm-hmm. as he often is. Right, and they don't, and they don't. They even, don't spend more than one episode, you know, away from that pain that he's feeling. It, it, even taking a backseat in that episode, we talked about how he is yes, not the main character of customer survey. It's true, uh, but he is the main character once again here for business trip, uh, yes. bringing along Andy and Oscar for the ride. Exactly, and yep. we don't really see what this episode is until the end. 
until the final scenes with David yeah, Wallace on the phone. Because he lies right from the beginning, straight to David Wallace. He says that's in the past. Yeah. He even is he's beyond it and 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 he can't no, it's not it, no. He wants it to be. It's an all it's a one farce that's really fun to watch, yeah. but kind of sad too. Yeah, because he is lying to himself. He is he is pretending to be over this, mm-hmm. but we also see him trying to get over this. I, uh, it's true, he, and he has friends around him. And uh, the scene in the bar, he talks about being better to spend uh, time with people you like, mm-hmm. like Andy and Oscar, and mm-hmm. of course, uh, our concierge our, Marie, the star of tonight's episode, <laughs> yeah. uh, concierge Marie. Uh, then to love be with people you Marie. love, who you cannot be with. Exactly. Uh, uh, a painful uh, message from Michael. It is. Um, <clears throat> but another example of him trying to, even as the word, there's no words for him to make this, to spin this right, and he's still trying. He is trying. You know? Yeah. He, the, even the word choice he uses there shows that, no, this is the wrong choice. You do not want to just be with people you casually know <laughs> right. compared to someone you love and want to be yeah. with. Yeah, he does have that subtle, it's not so subtle desperation, but like... Still, just trying to believe what he's saying. Yeah. In the moment. Yeah. And taking everybody else. But it's not until he breaks down at the end that we really see just how much uh, this has weighed on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and I, I, I really, really love this episode because this is an episode where we see a lot of facades drop and we see a lot of characters being themselves mm-hmm. uh, for moments. Yes. Know? Yes. Um, we we get one of the most. Um, I would say. I don't know. Like. Yeah, the whole ending with Pam and Jim, not mm-hmm. ending, but um, her her revelation that she's failing. Yep, the phone call with Jim. Uh, that's some of the most. That's one, that's some, that's some of the most. I'd say that's the mo- some of the most realistic scenes in a while. That scene, uh, uh, especially after she hangs up and, and breaks her down. her reaction and breaks, down. and then the way they always use that panning back like you know yep. great time where they pull back they pull back shot. and then you hear like the surroundings and you see yeah. she's on this bench that feels tucked away at first but you see that she's really just on the side of a stairwell in new york city somewhere yeah uh, I, i'm assuming on the school campus somewhere uh or at this wherever mm. and and uh you could it's she's she's alone in a crowd Mm-hmm. You know, she's, yeah, she's, yeah, she's, she's like, exactly. She's alone and hurting in this place. She's been 12 weeks, wants to leave no matter what, and has just had to ask the man she wants to see more than anything. Mm-hmm. Are you OK if I stay? Right. And she doesn't even want to stay. Right. And he wants to stick to the he wants to do what he thinks she wants him to do. Yes. He's telling her that because he, wa- he, he knows she wants to be she wants to and, be supported. Exactly. And he's not he doesn't want to try to impose himself and be like, yeah, you should just come back, you know. You, you know, or make it easier just to, you know, <clears throat> have her come back. She, he, he lets her decide what she wants to do. And, you know, she doesn't even need to tell him. She just, you know, comes back. Yeah. And I like and, that she makes that call. I like that in sure. the end, she decides what she wants mm-hmm. and, and she stands up for herself. And there is, and, and it's a kind it's played out in a cute, you know, playful way. Yeah. You know, cause she's really good at doing that. And but but at the same time, she still had to do it. I like the I like the way that um, they described it. The writer Jen Salata, I believe, she was saying that she really. It's not that she didn't want to paint or draw; it's that she didn't want to be a um, 
design, a graphic, a graphic designer. designer. She exactly. wanted to be a creative artist. Well, and there's a great. Did you watch the deleted scenes? No, I did not. Again, I'm sorry. There's a fantastic one that I of, read about them of her yeah. and Jim looking over her yes, notebook. I have seen it. Yes, and they're looking at her sketches, and we we see her design work, and mm. there's a logo that that did well in class, and then they show hers that did not do well, mm-hmm. and hers. I'm not a graphic designer either, clearly, because I my thought was, I mean, it's fine, right? But it wasn't the better of the two by far, right? The other one was much flashier, much more professional sure. looking. But then in the next couple pages, they're looking at her sketches, drawing people in a crowded cafe, mm-hmm. drawing some people sitting at, I think, at the park, mm-hmm. and they're beautiful sketches, just mm-hmm. really wonderful detail capturing the life and spirit of all these people that she's watching as she sits in these right. places. And really, that's her style from the beginning. Exactly, yeah. and and her style couldn't mix with the business side of it. it was she's just, not a graphic designer; she's an no, artist. She's an expressionist. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And, and and she can she can handle her own job in that world, but not in the creative business yeah. world. And, uh, and Jim compliments her work, and it, I, I feel like it's a scene they should have kept in because, especially coming on the heels right. of her coming back, and the reason she came back. It's a nice way to still keep it in the narrative that she is still an artist. Mm-hmm. She is, and, and to still be getting that support from Jim, how he can still support her the way she needed to be supported there. Mm-hmm. Because look at this. She comes back. She's standing in the parking lot at the end, and she's telling him, I came back for this. I don't like this. I don't want that, and I'm going to do that. And in the end, she has to kind of be like, and I know you said not to. Right. I'm coming you, back the wrong way. But you can't. Exactly. Yeah. She starts with, I'm coming back the wrong no, way. Right. Yeah, and yeah, she yeah. ends with, you can't tell me what to do. Right. And with that, we and he's he, like twist my arm, right? Yeah, and that's he just says he hugs her and he says I missed you, you know, and and it's a great moment. But you got to remember that her motivation in that scene is she still has to make it okay that she came back, right? Whereas we all know sure. it's fine that she came back. Right. He wants nothing more than that. Right. But the but the um, but don't forget, like she is coming back for this reason, yeah, and that does matter, yeah. And so, it's a great way yeah. to sell it to us as viewers, sure. to Jim as a character, and to herself. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah. And I like that deleted scene because it really would have helped reinforce the idea that Jim was still on her team, that they were still, and mm-hmm. and also is a, a kind of reminder for us as viewers that it doesn't mean she's done with art. Mm-hmm. We didn't just kill that. These, right. It was a great example of them keeping these characters fleshed out and well rounded. Sure. Yeah. Really good stuff, and it was. Um, it, and she's welcome back by by Mr. Dwight with uh, who Works just to do continually rags on her the whole episode. <laughs> yeah, that scene where where she starts cutting into that she's not a good artist. Oh, um, oh, oh! Because when, of the when everyone finds out she failed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and uh, actually, they mentioned in um, Thunderpedia that actually the way he described it was not. Um, what is it? He says there's, the sh- because, there's two yeah, shadows. Shadows go number, two different ways. So the number of stars that a planet is determined by the solar system, not the galaxy. Oh, because when he talks about the Andromeda, Andromeda ga- galaxy, yeah. So I be- learned today that we're we're in the Milky Way galaxy, Hill. So, Did you know that? So there and there are solar <laughs> systems in the Milky Way galaxy there that could are. have more than one star. Exactly. So so you could have stayed here in the Milky Way, Dwight. So I wonder, was that a fuck up by the writers, or did they do it on purpose just to make him sound ignorant? I th- I think it's number two. What do you think? <laughs> I will, I will go. I will say it is a it is C none of the above because okay. I think it okay. was just that that sounded cool and big to because if he would have said what am I in another solar system right that sounds okay. 
what am I in the Andromeda galaxy? Right, right, That's right, a yeah. Dwight comment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very technical. Yeah, very big. He paints picture eh, with eh, those words. Right, yeah, exactly, and it and that flows well too. Yeah, it's a uh, it's more menacing than uh, the Milky Way. <laughs> But for him to also be proven to be uh, maybe not quite as smart as he wants to sound, right? Exactly. I don't think there ain't anything wrong with that. Well, I think it just goes on with uh, his own kind of buffoonery and idiot, yeah. idiotness, idiot, yeah. idiocy, if you will. And that. Um, oh, speaking of that, real quick, real quick, uh, mini mini uh, segment that yeah. uh, from the last episode. What we missed last week. What I missed last week. The one thing I can tell you, I did miss last week. Speaking of Dwight was uh, they almost have like a little... It's almost like a little throwback scene of them trying to be in the bullpen. Yeah. Got, the, the one where Packer, uh, you know, uh, leaves the package in uh, Michael's office, and then he comes out to the bullpen, and they're like trying to put their feet up and you know they're talking about oh the, the stress of my job are so bad you'll never know yeah when he's steals out there jim's desk so it kind of reminds yes so it kind of reminds me of when uh, so at the very start of that scene when dwight tries to put his feet up and michael leads off with saying all righty dwighty <laughs> <laughs> right, and like well. having watched that like the sixth or seventh time it just kind of really stuck right after that and one. i really wanted to mention it but i didn't got but, it uh, this week though it was fun Back to all right. Trip. Back uh, to the trip. You uh, earlier you spoke in two different languages. You mixed up span uh, uh, French, French and some some and horrible hor- butchering of Spanish. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, where I don't. All I know is that came from a fish mes- message board. Uh, yeah, some a- some bra out there. Some bra said, said brochacho, said brochacho. brochacho. <laughs> and it and stuck it to stuck. me since this day, since that day. Uh, um, this episode has a little bit of slaughtering of some French. Oh, and uh, from yes, Andy, yes, and and, and saying goodbye to his petite fiance. Yes, I I I learned a little bit about this um this country they call Canada, Canada. Yeah, and 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 um more uh, uh, specifically the province of Manitoba. Yes, where this takes place in Winnipeg. Hey, Winnipeg, yes, yes, and is not. A majority French speaking. It's not even. No, no they do is. apparently have a community yeah. within yeah. that is sizable, I guess. Mm-hmm. But in Quebec, he doesn't need a beret. And and here we go. And Michael is requiring him just so he can get laid. Yeah, that's uh, all he really wants him for. You know what? You know he's not going. And this is what I was talking about earlier. Same. <laughs> yes. Same. Yes. Jim, because he did. He does not remember French. Oh, in quotes, he does he does not remember French. He may or may not, but definitely he's going to tell Michael that he does. Not. He forgot French. He forgot French. Such a great example of uh, us getting a scene without seeing the scene. Because you know, but we can all see it now. Like, oh, I forgot French. And again, to a non-French speaking uh, uh, mm-hmm. province uh, right. of, of the fine country. Unless that's exactly where they're going to be, I guess. It's not even going to matter. But but Michael's whole, also, how you say, yes, radiant tonight. Radiant tonight. <laughs> and Oscar comes, and then you know, and he says something. Oh, he thinks <laughs> when he has seen in movies a This goes back character. to the movie thing. I'm not taking it aback, but just kind of like whoa like okay like she's flattered but it's like goofy yeah to get to know someone and to get them to like you is to ask them about themselves and one of those things is to ask them about their job and to let them kind of share their world with you Mm -hmm. that's a natural way to connect with people and to Mm -hmm. do that over alcohol and you got to give it up for you know 
uh, say what you will about Michael's uh, knowledge of things. Say what you will about his self awareness. But Steve Carell's a pretty good looking dude. You know, is there they, to, to this day? Not a, oh, the guy's getting better with I age. I mean, it's not even fucking fair. Yeah, he really. He's making he's making all of us getting older look bad. Like, seriously. But Michael, he's like, a, he's like from a, season one to that guy. Wow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he's really he looks great. He's friendly. Yeah. Uh, obviously, he can afford to travel, so he's not broke. Yeah, you know? That's true. Uh, I mean, she doesn't know he, the whole he wrote, story. He, 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 uh, he wrote up in business class with his with, with it. his mimosa and right. cribs. Uh, oh, I love how he's trying edition. to share that with Andy and Oscar on the plane. Yeah, Andy, of course, is diving right in. Oscar's like, right. no, thank you. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. We get Oscar with his egg salad sandwiches that Michael wants no part of. Michael immediately <laughs> tries to order food. Can't do it. Uh, and then immediately corrects him to the camera. No, I'm just going to take a nap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and even there on the plane, we start to see him affecting speech because he's going to don his face mask. <laughs> it reminds me of uh, a Survivor man. Yeah. And he's like, and I, which I have fastened out for myself. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> fastened into a uh, <laughs> like a um, which, I, which part uh, is that? I can't remember. It was like a. a Something over his head, like a scarf or, or uh, a head scarf, head scarf, yeah. handkerchief, yeah, a something handkerchief. like that. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Right, and um, and then is immediately run over by the cart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's just the foreshadowing of it all, and he's failing. He's making the entire thing about him, which is well, he's he's, he's of, a man of simple pleasures, Hilton. At least yeah. he tries to pretend that he is, because because yeah. getting just getting the hot towel, you know, when you go on, and it's still wet. Is this the second? Is, I think it, they said somebody said it was only his second time out of the country. The first yeah. time we all know was Sandals, Jamaica, with Sun God Princess Jan. So that's it too. <laughs> he's never been out of the country, so really he doesn't have any idea that a place is going to be just like home, dude. David Wallace, man, he, he was trying to he was trying to be nice, I guess. And this is this is the other relationship that we haven't talked about just yet that yeah. about it's been affected by this. And it's sort of, I don't know. He's just completely. He's like, you know, I felt bad, and but he sends him to Winnipeg and like November. Nobody else wants to go. I uh, apparently it's a very windy and it's like it's like freezing every day. Apparently, really, yeah. I don't know. Like, I get it. That was just part of it, though. It was just one of the things. Well, and it's one of those things where um, he, David Wallace, seems like he, he always thinks Michael's okay. He, he cares, always, but he yeah. seems to think Michael's okay. Oh yeah, no, he's very happy, and he he's for he feels fortunate. Yeah, you can tell on the, the way. And kudos to that actor because he wasn't an actor. Like, Andy Buckley's great. Does a great job. Great. We yeah. and we've we've shouted his his, his providence. Yeah, on the phone Sir on Buckley the night before. Yeah, I love that he gets the does the hands out the business cards to people that say David Wallace. <laughs> he does. Well, he, he does. He does. He's got. He, uh, Andy Buckley hands out oh, Dunder nice. Mifflin business cards that say. You David probably Wallace. talked about that before, and I forgot. Yeah, uh, either funny. here or on OLA for sure. No, that's um, a that's hilarious. I love it. I see that a lot of people meet him on the uh, the the office subreddit. And oh, really? Share pictures of meeting him and, and getting a card. Oh, that's so, cool. That's cool. That yeah. is really cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's a he's kind of a it's, a it's an interesting character, and especially in this episode because he does. This is the first time he has to tolerate Michael, and um, in that kind of manner. Love the way he shouts at him. Oh yeah, no, it's and it's, hangs up on him, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then just gets on the plane and takes a nap. Yep. Do- donning his uh, face mask. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and Michael goes back to the delusional world because he's like, you know, how could pe- people ask me how how could I stay with Dunder Mifflin and you know not he's like not about the money. 
And he's like, I could have been like a professional athlete or, <laughs> or a doctor. Or a doctor. <laughs> I love it. He, eternally, I love the idea that Michael thinks he could have been anything if he would have just chosen it. Yeah. You know? It's like he chose. He like it's like pressing a button. Yeah, he chose paper salesman, <laughs> which is such an interesting way to like look at life in the rearview mirror, you know. And I mean, I guess it's not or, wrong. Or really, he I could mean... have gone to medical school. <laughs> he could have been a runner you know, or an athlete, you know. Uh, I but, guess. Yeah. So I mean, these things are feasible. But what, would he have been a professional <laughs> athlete or a a doctor not in court? I don't uh, know. Uh, hockey. Right. I don't know. Yeah, I guess he's he was good really hockey, good. At, yeah. He's a very good skater. He's good. <laughs> but not. But it, that has nothing to do with this. And what leads into that was, I just keep saying this, but every third or fourth time I see it, that his in that business meeting, which just seems so innocuous and just plain boring bullshit. Yeah. Like the way he describes how Dunder Mifflin. The way it treats people. Treats people. And you see him kind of. And you it, see the scorn on his face just. Grow, and he's growing a spine like like before your eyes like he's realizing he's 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 showing self-awareness yeah. michael scott is showing self-awareness he's like, i've been wronged and i know i've been wronged and he's like hearing himself say it yeah and he he is not gonna move yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm not going to nashua because yeah. <laughs> he has his family and it's the eternal that's the worst struggle of this show as it becomes now yeah. Well, and and it's um but I I think at the end I don't I the the stuff about becoming a doctor and a professional athlete of course no, is him reaching. But when he It's talks reaching about, and it's funny. It's classic funny Michael. But I do love the part where he talks about why he stays with them. Mm -hmm. Uh because respect. Respect. It's nice. Cuz he can curse <laughs> because he can curse at his boss and he's and still keep his job. Yeah. And in a weird way, he's right. It tracks. It it it's I don't know if it's respect or just the fact that perceived respect. David understood that yeah. sometimes you know, the employee barks at you and you just it doesn't mean you automatically fire him. You just say okay, I'm going to let this one slide. Mm -hmm. But for whatever the reason, because we've talked too about how David Wallace is a great boss. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. he. It, it, by the end of the show, he is a great character. It was he didn't curse, so it was PG rated. You know uh, what I mean? Though. When they yeah. kind of, when they when they bitch you out. Oh yeah, no no no. He showed great restraint, and I think he they hung up. I think on he him, I think know. he you know he felt bad, so he he could empathize already. And I will tell so. you too the the one thing that Michael did well about it is uh uh you know if you ever do snap at your boss uh is he never says David Yora, mm -hmm. Yora this Yora that. It's what you did. Yeah, that's what you he, shouldn't have done. That yeah. I, it's it it sucks that you yeah. did that. That right, was a right, right. sucky thing. But he to never do. goes in the full on offense. Like he never tries to like call him an asshole. Call him or an something. asshole, or yeah, yeah. Just name, he has a name call. It's true. Which is you know somewhat admirable. Which I gotta I gotta tell you, he he probably also kept his job because even in his venting, he showed respect. Mm -hmm. he, he 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 checked he himself. He did just make a sale for two years. So he did I guess, that. Yeah, I guess right? it was decent timing <laughs> I guess, too. I guess that's true. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I made the sale, asshole. Like, yeah. You know, like there's different there's different characters that probably could have been more intense about it and still gotten away with it. Yeah, but um, and I love Michael's cadence the way he talks about it. That it was not a good trip. It was a bad trip. <laughs> there was a van. Yeah, Meredith, yeah. by the way, who knows a lot about getting yeah, around. Yeah, she vans. called that shit. Yeah, yeah. she really did. Well, yeah. I mean, what what did he call it? A private car? Or, or it's um. Uh, 
Oh, a shuttle. Like a shuttle, yeah. yeah, a private shuttle. Private shuttle. Right, it's a van. Yeah, I think and he's expecting a limo. Yeah. So he, he's conceded it's a, it was just a van and it sucked. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the fucking hotel sucked. <clears throat> you know, I threw in the fucking, he didn't say that. Although, there was fucking. There was. That's the thing. Yes, and this is a great, the, the great irony that you brought up earlier uh, about that, if you want to expound. Well, that's the thing, is, is, is that scene with Concierge Marie, where he mm. leaves her hotel room and goes back to him, does the walk One of, of the saddest his. scenes you might ever see. Uh, I have misread that. Me too. For years I watched that, and I thought he was leaving before closing the deal, yeah, me as too. it were. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but now, because of his untucked shirt, the shoes that she puts out behind, and, and yeah, as I you said, yes, what was it? Yeah, yeah, it said. Um, I finally closed. Ca- watch this on closed captioning for the first time, maybe ever. And he says, "Do you want to go do, when he's le- when he's leaving? Do you want to go get breakfast?" And and she just says, "I'm really tired," and that's it. Yeah. So he. So yeah, it's, it's, they, they slept. Yeah, together. yeah. Unless like you know maybe like yeah they didn't leave that late. Yeah. So I mean yeah, and and we and they were both clearly intoxicated and they slept together. He was he she was pulling his arm, so we but, know where that was going. But still, afterwards she sent him home. Yep. Um. And so Michael Scott got laid for like the third time, fourth ever? time fifth, maybe, yeah, fifth time, fifth time and still a lot with had Holly. a bad trip. Because I think Michael—that's how bad it was. Michael learned a hard lesson. Michael learned that what he wanted wasn't just sex. Mm-hmm. What he wanted was companionship. Yep. And that's, connection. Yeah. True connection. Intimacy. And he didn't. He wasn't. He. No. When it counted, the true moment that counted was not the moment where he scored, but the moment where she said, "Time to go," mm-hmm. and right. sent him home right. at first without shoes. <laughs> But um, and I'm sure Marie feels bad about that. Maybe. But, uh, and 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 the, the lovely actress, Wendy McClendon. Wendy McClendon Covey. Ding. There it is. Good job. Fantastic actress. Yeah. Reno nine one one. Yeah. Still gets asked about this character, evidently on the street, like oh, the I'm most sure. uh, about yeah. anybody. So. Really. Apparently, I and think it's something along. After multiple seasons on Reno, they're still asking her about concierge. I might Marie. have pushed it completely. Yeah, maybe a little far, but I think it's close to that. Amazing. I don't know. I mean, and she was on, I think, still on, or I don't know if it's the series is over. The Goldbergs? Is that? Yeah, she was the mom of the Goldbergs. So, yeah, she might have even been on that now longer than Reno. So, yeah. That's just where I know her from. I don't know. So, anyway, had a stellar career. Yeah. Really stars here. Adds to the, um, <laughs> adds to our, our knowledge of Winnipeg. Exactly. Well, <laughs> and the whole idea um, from minute one that Michael mistakes the concierge for a geisha. He- yes. The other thing I had to completely figure out mm-hmm. via the internet today. Yeah. What does, yeah, what, what do geishas do exactly? And I don't think geishas necessarily were a sex thing no, either. No, no, they weren't. Apparently, the, the way it's, the way uh, Wikipedia describes it at least, yeah. um, that was not, um, they weren't technically, I don't, they weren't technically sex workers at all. It was just, inter- they would entertain and talk and, just companionship. Just companionize with you. Oh, okay. So, okay. Well, and then, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's a whole sorted history. You know this world. Oh, yeah. I'm course. sure there's some, 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 
There's some. There's problems somewhere. <laughs> I'm sure. There's a. There's a. There's an offshoot sect of geishas. Yeah. That do their own thing, but I don't know. But but, but another but anyway. of Michael not getting it. Uh, she's the the concierge is essentially yes. a a help you find stuff person. Yes. It is. Oh, uh, and that stuff is not sex either. Not it is, even. It is the dry cleaning. It is the restaurants. It is the sushi. The bars. The nightlife. <laughs> that stuff they help with. I don't know where he got that from, but I guess. Oh, no, 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 no. And the other beautiful part of that, how that's written, if you, he actually says it is the Winnipeg equivalent, equivalent, not, not Canada, just literally Winnipeg. So he thinks like Winnipeg has its own unique culture, own unique culture of geishas. Yeah. Which also makes me wonder if or, he thinks the concierge is some, not something that is in many other places. Like he, he goes to a hotel in Italy one day and they're like, they have a concierge and he's like, oh, it's for the Winnipegs. Right. For people from Winnipeg. <laughs> right. I guess. I'm not sure, but, but while, uh, but while Michael's having fun in all of his troubles, uh, we do get a bit of an, one Andrew Bernard and uh, Oscar Martinez in this episode. Great interaction between them. <laughs> love seeing, love any time oh, we get to see yeah. the secondary characters interact with each other. And yes. not just with Michael, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. uh, you get uh, and they really lean into this with a- uh, Andy marrying Angela, who sits across from Oscar. Right. Or over by Oscar. Right. So there is sort of a yeah connection by. So and that, of course, is that the great offense. scene. Uh, <laughs> after, what is wrong with that woman? After Andy's uh, wingman efforts go- fail. Yeah, they he start uh, drinking the I, oh, I, Long Island iced tea. I will. Ordered. I will say that he did get them to the Huntsman because he basically fished that out of uh, Concierge Marie. Oh yeah. Where would he? Where would you find yourself on a night like tonight? Okay, so that was the Huntsman, and, and if and they just have she was there, so he decided to go and take Michael and Oscar. So that was his one accomplishment as wingman. Yeah, he got other than man. like doing the whole um, sort of. That and was I mean, kind of cool how he became a wingman. Man. You know, right after the awkward um, how you say Other conversation than- between them, uh, Andy takes, the, he's like, how about a picture? And he makes them stand next to him. Yeah, he's oh. a very forward uh, wing. Yeah, not not subtle at all. So maybe he kind of wingmans the, the two of them a little bit. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like forcefully, like with no tact whatsoever. Like, you two are now talking. You know, yes. Yeah, she's basically put upon by these gentlemen. Yeah, it's, it's by these people from from Pennsylvania. From Scranton, yeah, yeah. <laughs> these Pennsylvanians. It's just another night in uh, Winnipeg, though, for her. So yeah, she I, was just going to chill at the Huntsman with her buddies. Yeah, oh no, no, no! Until one Michael G. Scott came around, rolling like a pimp, like a pimp. <laughs> Uh, you know, making Andy a little more palatable for people, I think. This is a pretty good episode for him, I would say. That's a good point, um, yeah. We are still kind of redeeming him. Uh, we are, well, you know, he tries to hook Oscar up yeah. in a really not, not a great way. And then stands up to Angela with the calling her and the, you know, what's yeah. wrong with you? Oh, uh, man. Dwight should thank his lucky stars for uh, LITs. Oh, I know. And the, we, all, we all remember the intoxicating, um, I don't know if you do, but I do. Yeah, oh, I was yeah. stupid like that in college. And, oh, I've had the LIT. Uh, paid dearly many times. There's a reason it says lit. Because you, know? <laughs> you will be. Uh, it's like six alco- six different alcohols, something like that. But that scene where Andy calls Angela is such a great scene because you get the Andy-Oscar dynamic. You get the Andy-Angela oh, so bit yes. where you never see him standing up to her like that. No. It's so great. Yeah. It sets up the great Andy moment the next morning where he's like, I did yeah. that? and you the other side of it such a real Andy <laughs> and of course for us as viewers and, and for what really in the end turns out to be the fucking through line of the entire 
damn show. We've got Dwight in the background. Mugging around. Who's on the phone, monkey? Uh, <laughs> fantastic. Perf, just perfect. And she's not even reacting to She doesn't even react to it. Yeah. Doesn't even worry about it. <laughs> it's almost like she wants to get caught in a way. And all she's saying is like, what? What's going on? Like, you know, yeah. she's completely. But the way she even exclaims it, it's props to Angela Kinsey for doing that just in a semi real. I don't know. It, it felt authentic confused, in her. It, confused. Still annoyed. It's still annoyed. Yeah. And even at the start when she's like, so what are you going to be doing? You know, be good. Yeah. Meanwhile. <laughs> oh, of course. And then, of course, Dwight's over there. Dwight's over there. Yeah. Like, she sucks. Yeah. Oh, she yeah. is. She, they're really trying to give us some some sympathy points for Andy. I gotta say, like, they, yeah, they well, and it's, I, you gotta remember as much as this turns out to be a love story about Dwight and Angela, this is we didn't know that then. I know at this point, this is yeah. still Angela being the worst. Yeah, and one thing I went I went back and looked at the um, the AV Ape the Onion. Um, review of this i can't remember it's like ae something i can't remember exactly but they always have the old uh review after it first aired yeah and one thing the guy brought up or girl i can't remember who it was but they brought up the like this raises the question though does anyone else think that andy might be gay like it was and like i were reading comments on it and people were like i mean it could be possible so and i mean you know it was interesting to see that that's a question that they have played with throughout and the then they show. they go towards it like with the not rumor. too far is that next season next season six yeah yeah so they really they 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 were sort of they were definitely ears to the ground on that kind so of stuff it could have feasibly been the kind of thing where they were kind of <laughs> leaving it open as a possible plot thread down the road but to have it lead to him actually saying am i gay <laughs> well and is that the same so episode great. Where he he actually does the bit about well if I was on the beach and Brad Pitt yeah came up to, it is yeah yeah he's talking to Oscar and he's like I, I don't know what to tell you oh, you yeah. might be you might be gay yeah. like and <laughs> he still can't decide though he can't but what I love about the Winnipeg trip is that he doesn't seem to have any clue what a gay person would even be you know like and I mean obviously there it's not like there is anything he can look for but. Well, just a, there's a couple of things he can look for. All, all he was looking for was two guys next two to each other. Two guys with each having other a in any capacity. That was it. There's, and and they were mild and they were they were attractive looking. And there's you know? another uh, yeah, there's like an, pretty you know decent business guys you know like kind of yeah cleaned not, up and in suits. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, so like, what? Oh. So they they were hygienic. Yeah, so that, so, so his, that, that was his gaydar. <laughs> there's a deleted yeah, scene. Yeah. There you exactly. Where he's on the plane and the guy on the other side of him or on the other side of Oscar he asks him if he's gay because he's wearing like a pink shirt (laughs) and he calls it like a very eloquent shirt or something like that (laughs) and it's another example of it like it's just a guy wearing pink so he has to be gay so he was in he was in a wingman mode early trying to be oh yeah that was his whole thing. (laughs) That was like what he it's such a frat boy mid 90s frat boy thing too like where it all generated from I mean it was other iterations earlier in history it's your friend dude whatever but you know, so it's very much it's so it's a certain way that he does it, too. Yeah. And, and it, it fits what we've done with Andy so far. <laughs> it very much does. And it helps that I like Ed Helms as a person, too. Like when he gets interviewed, yeah. he's such a humble dude, like and he's pretty funny and um, nothing like, you know, but he can play obnoxious really well. Yeah. <laughs> Even when I mean, 
So even though if I don't completely buy it, like it, it helps, it helps in the long run because he comes from such a, a bad place of annoyance. Well, and especially by the end of this episode too, like as much as he's been a pain in the ass and been very Andy, yeah. he's been doing it all for them. The yeah, entire episode, he's, he leaves <laughs> celebrating his petite fiance <laughs> only to try and wingman it up for Michael and Oscar in a world he knows nothing about. <laughs> but he kind of makes a friend. He makes, exactly, he makes a friend. Yeah, and, 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 they, and they quash the chest bump. And the yeah. bro hug. They quashed that for a nice little handshake. Hey, uh, hey. What is it? Not classic. Uh, Look at that. Uh, back to basics. <laughs> back to basics. Yeah. Like it. Uh, <laughs> and then. Um, uh, but now he can only kiss Angela on the forehead. Exactly. Back to first base. It's a shame. And that's her version of first I, base. I, yeah, I love that they have their own version of first base. <laughs> so even that, like a home run is probably just like a kiss. It's just like a regular old kiss. <laughs> yeah, like maybe with a little bit of tongue. That's maybe. all. Maybe. I, I, that's, that feels like a different Half sport. a second. That's another <laughs> that, sport. That, 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 <laughs> that, is, that is not that sport. No, maybe not. I don't know. You know, we did talk about... Uh, what did so we not talk Pam about? Pam coming back from art school is the, the bookend, or the Pam coming back from art school... Oh, yes. ...is the bookend of the, the plot for Jim and Pam that runs through the episode that starts with him just a few days away from her being home. Thank you. And we get to see everyone in the office being... Uh, a little too much about all yeah, of yeah. Uh, uh, involved. Uh, he says excited, involved, intrusive, <laughs> and weird is how they're all in being. those ordered. <laughs> and some of them like Stanley's got a creepy laugh. Like there's just even Phyllis with uh, just leering at him. Like it's, yeah. it's she, hers isn't quite so bad. His really takes it home. Creed really wins. With the uh, rubbing yeah. his shoulders. <laughs> it's very. Uh, it's uh, it's off putting. Yeah. It's uh, but you know. That's happened to some of us. Like, it's not re- in that creepy of a way, but someone will, one of your one of your buddies might have come up and done that to you. Oh, that used point. to be a thing. Yeah, like in middle school or like. I feel like that used to be a thing also yeah. in offices where the boss would come around and yeah. give you a little shoulder yeah. rub, especially you if know? they're being extra like inappropriate, like yeah. you know, like where they should have been fired and well, prosecuted. Luckily, now <laughs> enough people have raised their voices that they're all scared to touch us now. That's true, but Creed just sees an opportunity with Jim. So yeah. I mean, care about it's that it's, shit. it's all caring. You know, because he's because uh, it's one more week. Well, and a great example of the office knowing way too much about one another and being too involved in their lives. Jim it's calls his little, it out. It's his little town. Yeah. Jim, Jim calls it out at the end when they all know that she's failed, and he said, "How did everyone find out so fast?" Yeah. You know, except Dwight, who's just sitting there like, "What? Oh yeah, yeah of course." And he didn't care because <laughs> he thought she was a failure anyway. There's no there's no lines in the the, uh, the parking parking lot. Yeah. Come on. On top of those shadows <laughs> in the Andromeda galaxy. Should have said Tatooine, by the way. If you're talking two suns, I got to say, oh, you're doing two what suns. What is this, Star Wars? It's Tatooine, oh, guys. Come on. Come yeah, on. good point. No. Probably, probably couldn't get rights to that. Maybe, yeah. Maybe there's a rights there issue. There could, have, there could have been some other uh, fantasy, uh, perhaps, that could have worked as well. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I got to tell you, we haven't talked at all about Ryan and Kelly. I just got to it. Yay. And it's amazing, too, because this is one of the favorite parts of the whole... Um, I was going to mention earlier that I really love the side stories yeah. more so than Winnipeg, personally, in really? my opinion. Yeah. And there's just, a it's, lot it's this not, episode. Well, it's not as... I mean, there's Jim and Pam, but it's not as heavy as what Michael's going through, so maybe it's kind of a... It's not as uh, it, it is light. It uh, is light, and this is the this is the best part of the lightness right yeah. here, where we're getting to with one. Uh, I, the I guess with Jim and Pam, we should say the office 
reactions to Jim is that's light. always that's the always the Dwight yeah. stuff is light. Jim and Pam the scene with her crying that's not light. But, right. but no no but, no 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 with the other offices and Kelly and Ryan very light. The very, oh most definitely. I mean this is this has sort of been a background uh, evolution of sorts. Yeah. <laughs> that. The even comes to a head in its own way, but in a completely comedic and hilarious way. Well, and Ryan's motivation is a background here. That's coming off of other episodes. Ryan yeah. wants Kelly back because he can't have her. Exactly. Yes, and that's what he always wants. Yeah, and um, it's 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 kind of a Costanza um, esque uh, ending here uh, when he kind of realizes what what he's what he's done yeah. and what he doesn't really want just like George got engaged to Susan mm-hmm. for the wrong reasons Ryan does this exact same thing for the wrong reasons it gets stuck and but the writing is hilarious at the end of this when I don't know I just felt like I couldn't do any better than Kelly <laughs> and then she's so touched by it. she's touched by it. He, he's realizing and he's just like what an uh, awful situation it is uh, it's sort of like another version of him hooking up with her on the day on Valentine's, on Valentine's Day. day. Yep. Well, and you can you can see the realization actually starting when Daryl responds, "Okay, cool," yes. to the breakup text. <laughs> no, because it was really all about because it was because we're still coming off the earlier seasons when the whole yeah when they played up that gag of him and Daryl. It's it's really that he's it's scared been of him Darryl. versus Daryl. He, he wants, but he wants to Darryl get has. Some, he wants he wants to get something over on Daryl. Yeah. And he just plays right into it. And Daryl's reaction is just so the the whole I love that scene every time I watched it around again the next time and just seeing his triumphant strut. Walking out to the truck. He has just been freed. <laughs> he has been freed. He is a free man. I couldn't even remember how long they'd been to just dating or whatever. Like Well, and you think about it, we're seven episodes into season five. It went back to and season, it was season four. Definitely season four. Yeah. It was the start. It was a season four because it was after Ryan went to uh, yeah, corporate. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Wow. So we and they haven't even talked about it in season five yet. No, I don't think. No, um, but but it was kind of funny how they did slip in like, weren't you guys like together for a long time? Yeah. And sort of like a wink to us, like, oh yeah, they're still together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> how they, long they've been together? They I do don't have know. To reinforce it. And yeah. Jesus, like, yeah. And and I'll tell you, um, <laughs> we'll get the chance to find out. But if I recall. I do not think they ever mentioned Daryl and Kelly together again. Oh, no, 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 no. No. I would almost bet. He's just happy. So the last we hear of this is, look how happy Daryl is. Look at that strut. (laughs) If they had kept Kelly around, maybe they could have. No, they would never. It was too late. They couldn't reignite that. No. I don't know. That was never going to be a thing. They kind of got through that whole thing with Ryan, and that was it. Once they did the bit with him, like, uh, you know, you're going to have to control your crazy side if you want this to work. When they got together, they were kind of out of Daryl and Kelly stories. Yeah, they really were. It just didn't really... It wasn't going to work, I don't think. I don't know. Well, the real thing you had here was the <laughs> Ryan and Kelly conflict was the story the writers wanted to play with. Yeah. I mean, it's where they kept coming back. Exactly. Because they had that somewhat in real life. Like, not to that degree, but That's like, true. apparently, yeah. like, um, they had that back and forth. Like, DJ Novak, Mindy Kaling, they yeah. did date uh, mm-hmm. behind the scenes. Off and on, apparently. Yeah. So it's, you know, like that, they knew that the best. Love the whole bit, though, uh, with Ryan scoping out the nook and doing the push-ups oh. and the poorly doing the one-arm push-up. <laughs> oh, and a uh, timing note by somebody at Dunderpedia, I believe, about yeah. note, uh, noting that he was currently or was going to be in um, Inglorious Bastards at the time. Oh, So okay. he was working out. 
Oh, okay. So, so that you may was, have actually been able to do a. I think that, too, and also the other thing was apparently they ha- they were doing push up competitions, literally, like with the staff, I guess, and maybe some of the actors. I don't know. And the office so, like, or the glorious th- bastards? No, like at the office. Oh wow! Yeah. So that was and, a thing. So that made me remember the whole stan- the whole push up thing with Stanley and oh, trying yeah. to push up. Uh, Michael. Yeah, Michael. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't he win uh, a day off? A day off. Home early or yeah. Something? yeah. Did we already pass that or is that coming up? I don't remember. I, I don't oh, remember man. either, but that made sense. <laughs> that does. What a, yeah, this is another one of those, you know, you're going to miss something because there was a lot that went on. Yeah. But, uh, lots of little bits like uh, Dwight and Michael. Dwight showing Michael where to wear his. Yeah, his. his belt his yeah. money belt yeah the tells him where what pie on the breastbone mm-hmm. michael says i'm not, <laughs> not doing, doing that, that. <laughs> yeah along with his two um uh, uh suitcases yeah i think like one of them was just for like uh gifts S- souvenirs souvenirs yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean <laughs> the man loves the kitsch what can i say there's a great uh deleted scene where uh michael is exchanging cash american to canadian oh yeah i read about that two thousand dollars <laughs> yes uh, to which Oscar immediately is like, we're there for one day. <laughs> so Michael says, uh, he's like, and look, you're going to lose, you lose this much in fees and there's the conversion rate. Mm. So Michael and me is like, okay, change it back. Yeah. And then Andy walks up and is like, no, you need cash, man. We're going to the strip bar. <laughs> Strippers only take cash. Oh, right. So Michael says, change it back again. <laughs> now back to Canadian. Yeah. And again, you know, uh, we are, we're not acknowledging, but every time there's fees. Fees every time. So then Oscar <laughs> walks up again and is like, no, it's better to pay with cards. We don't need cash so michael says change it back and she gives him 1800 back <laughs> to which he takes it and walks away and that's it yeah i bet um i was just gonna say that um oh god it was early on with um david oh crap i lost it with david wallace she gets the good moments with him uh, uh talking about uh i'm just glad you're okay yeah you yeah see a lot of great moments with yeah we david actually get one we get actually a... one talking head with david wallace they yeah they flew all that way just for that one. went to new york just to <laughs> just to do a shot in david's office but that's all right i mean they went all over the place uh all the time yeah but uh, uh i guess i'll have to remember it next week you mentioned how dwight uh sees pam when she comes back from new york all oh, right uh, not Puts only her right does to work. he uh <laughs> t- ask her to uh what is it to fax some stuff fax, uh, make five copies five copies and then I love how accommodating she he is when she says, I'm not going inside. He says, well, you can do it tomorrow. <laughs> I love that he's more than happy he to finally wait. gave her some mercy. Yeah, gave her some a, grace. What a nice guy. What a nice guy. And, and Jim, you know, with the welcome back. Yeah. Like, yeah, we missed you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ronnie wasn't cutting it. <laughs> yeah. Ronnie and then Ryan. <laughs> and then Ryan. Oh. Which is how Ryan segues back into Kelly's life is by saying with Pam coming back, I guess I'm going to be oh, back here now. Yeah, a lot of, uh, lot of tension going on. Yeah, Jeb, maybe with you, I'm with Daryl now. She had a and good it's off to the races. She had a good uh, little no. That do, I'm not gonna. She's like I'm not gonna flaunt it. I'm not gonna hurt him. But uh-huh. That door is closed. Next scene, <laughs> they're making out. Oh, this is so wrong. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's so wrong that it had to be right. Yeah, good episode. Good episode. I had a good time. Uh, lots of great character development. This will, one, love the stuff with Michael. You know, this just really, really wasn't one of my favorites, to be honest. And um, it took me a few times, I think, to really. First time I watched it through, I really wasn't a fan. Really? Yeah. And then it took, I don't know, just took some time and just observation, and they yeah. they still got it. It's oh yeah, great. for sure. Yeah. yeah so fun season because we're seeing fallout from long time things. We're seeing... We are. Yeah. But it was it was very um like it wasn't one of my favorite like like last last episode I thought was more funny like yeah it was oh more sure. easier appealing to me but this had more pivotal moments that were absolutely 
bigger in uh, scope. So it was a different kind of show, honestly, than the last one. Yeah, for sure. Well, and again, much you know, more serious. Last last month or last week being a, a ship show. Uh, yeah. This is this is on location in beautiful Winnipeg. It's not. I, I doubt it is. But <laughs> L. A. Really, I think right. was it yeah, probably yeah, also. Yeah. I guess I saw that. But, uh, um, but, but least, I mean, but new sets, new places. You know, it's definitely not uh, the same old stuff that we're seeing. And unfortunately for Michael, it's just about to get a whole lot worse. Oh yeah, wild oh. stuff around the corner. Oh, poor bastard! Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a miracle he doesn't kill himself. I'm just gonna say. Oh. <laughs> and we uh, we will see him, and we will see all of you next week. All right. Have a good one, guys. Ciao.